to the Fit Fun Macro Mom Podcast. If you are a super busy mom with fitness and nutrition goals but struggle to see results and are trying to be the best mama you can while taking care of your family, then you are in the right place. In this podcast, I'm going to dive into macro tracking, how to create food freedom, how to repair and increase your metabolism, along with lots of tips and tricks to help you get results and sustain them for life so you never have to diet again. If you are ready to live life with more confidence, joy, better health, and more energy while crushing some amazing physique goals along the way, then you are in the right spot. I am Jessie Vandenberg, certified personal trainer, macronutrition coach, wife, and mama of two who has taken her full-time training business from the gym setting to a multiple six-figure business virtually, sharing absolutely everything I know from my heart in hopes to impact not only your life, but your children's lives. I am a firm believer that our children do what we do, not what we say, and it is our job to lead from the front. So mama, if you are ready to take control of your fitness, your nutrition, your schedule, and truly gain more confidence and balance, then grab your water bottle and or your cup of coffee, pull up your chair, and let's dive in. Hey, welcome back to today's 90th episode, you guys. I am super excited, and honestly, I cannot believe we are already on our 90th episode. So today I wanna talk to you guys about one of the most important macronutrients, right? We have three major macronutrients, carbs, fats, and proteins. So today I wanna talk to you guys about all the things that you need to know about protein because I feel like this is the most, I would say, This is the biggest struggle for most people to make sure they're getting enough of. When I start working with new clients, the one thing that most of them realize is that they're not getting enough protein, right? Carbs and fats, I bet you you agree, they are pretty much found in everything, right? But protein is so important because it not only is satiating, but it fuels our body, it fuels our muscles. And we want to, whether we're in a calorie deficit or we're in a muscle building phase, we want to preserve and hang on to the muscle that we have. So in order to do that, we need to make sure that we are fueling it enough protein. So protein is one of the three main macronutrients and each of our bodies requires a different amount. And I'm gonna go into this a little bit, but. Protein is really the building blocks for our cells, the collagen, and really the enzymes in our body. And we need it in order to build the muscles, the bones, our skin, our collagen for hormones, and just really basic tissue repair. Um, So really think about how you're incorporating protein throughout your day. Are you getting protein in your breakfast? Are you getting it in your lunch, your dinner, your snacks? Because Protein is really, you guys, what is repairing your body tissue, which includes your muscle. You know, after a tough workout, what is it that repairs your body, your muscles? It's protein. Those amino acids. Protein is full of amino acids. It helps you break down and digest food. It assists with normal growth and development. 
So you're going to find protein in various foods like chicken, eggs, dairy, tofu, but they're all made up of amino acids. Our body has 11 different amino acids. I bet you guys didn't know that. That's why I want to talk about this. Protein is one of those things that a lot of people just are unaware of. Yes, it's made up of 11 different amino acids, but we need to get nine of them from our food. They are essential amino acids. We're not going to just take them in supplement form. We have to get them through food. So daily protein intake right? What is the ideal daily protein? It actually really depends on each individual person, but the, the average is 10 to 35% of your calories, right? It's a pretty big range, right? If you're eating 1500 calories a day, that would be anywhere from 38 all the way to 131 grams of protein a day. So let's back it up a little bit. This is kind of what I break down with clients in a very generic way before I start working with them, people that are inquiring. So over the course of a day, you would need on average a minimum of 0.8 grams of protein per pound of body weight if you're physically active all the way up to 1.5 to 2 grams of protein per pound of body weight right? It really depends on how much you're working out. So the one thing I want you to make sure that you're not forgetting is in order to figure out how many grams is to simply divide your weight in pounds by 2.2, and then you'll be able to figure out your kilograms if you're measuring kilograms versus grams, okay? So those numbers might seem daunting, and I know for working with a lot of new clients, when I calculate out their macros, their calories, right? Calories, Macros equate to calories. Sometimes the number of grams of protein that I give them for a day, they're like, oh my gosh, that is so much, right? But then what I do is I help them break it down into each individual meal and snack. So if you aim to eat around, say, 25 to 30 grams of protein or more, depending on the size of yourself, right? At each main meal, along with protein in between with your snacks, you should have no problem, you guys, in reaching the protein amounts. So a couple little tips and tricks that I always share with clients. When I am making dinners, I always double my protein. If the dish calls for one pound of ground beef, I add in two pounds. Um, so I'm always doubling the protein. Um, I always double the recipes because then I can have leftover dinners for lunch, and I know I'm getting double protein in. So it's really kind of keeping things super simple in that way um, and really making sure that you're not overcomplicating things. Consuming too much protein, you guys, can be really taxing on our kidneys. Um, but that's where, you know, things all get processed. So it's really making sure that you're getting enough. But, you know, too much is is not always a good thing either. So I know people go to, when I say too much, it's that extreme, right? There's an extreme for everything. Too much protein is, would be like a keto kind of Adkins style diet, maybe more of an Adkins style. Keto is a lot more fat. So Adkins style diet, which is a super, super high amount of protein. It's just harder on our kidneys. And I'm a firm believer that too much of anything could also be a little 
on the not so good side, right? That's just my personal opinion. Um, so a couple really good sources of protein that I want to share with you guys are number one, chicken, lean, farm-raised beef, beans, legumes, buckwheat, different turkey, poultry items, um, other dairy products, lean beef, pork, nuts, seeds. You're also getting those healthy fats in there. But for people that are vegetarian or vegan, they can get those nuts and those seeds. We'll add some protein in. Various protein powders. So protein shakes can be real convenient way to up your protein excuse me, hiccup, up your protein intake if you want to keep things simple. So all you need to do is to, is really just combine the powder with some water or sometimes you can find those pre-made shakes. Just really pay attention and find something that's high quality. For me, you guys, you know I'm a huge fan of Shakeology. I love Shakeology. There's 17 grams of protein in there in some of the bags that are plant-based. There are 16 grams of protein, but it doesn't have all the artificial flavors, sugars, preservatives. Um, and then there's six grams of fiber. So it keeps you full longer. But with Shakeology, oftentimes I will even up the protein and add in um, some vital proteins, which adds in another 20 grams of protein. Um, or I'll add in a non-fat Greek yogurt in there, which ups it by anywhere from 13 to 15 more grams. Um, so there's always different varieties of ways to get in a clean shake with some other clean proteins to really up it and get it closer to what I strive is like 30 to 35 grams of protein in my main meals. That's me personally. Another good option, you guys, is quinoa, seafood, shrimp, fish, um, tofu, and tempeh are another good option. Um, for more of a plant-based option, but you guys really personalize it to your liking. The best sources of protein are the ones that your body tolerates, right? If chicken doesn't sit well with you, then that's not going to be a great choice. But if beans make you feel great, then that's a good protein source for you. So really figure out what your body responds to and how it feels. Um, so there's a couple different kinds of proteins. One is a complete protein and two is a lean protein. So what does that mean? A complete protein, one indicator of a good source of protein versus others that are only kind of okay is the number and the levels of various amino acids that the protein contains. Um, so if it's a complete protein, they contain all nine essential amino acids in the sufficient amount. So while most animal proteins contain all of the essential amino acids. Soy is considered the only complete plant protein. But I don't want you to get hung up on complete versus incomplete because if you follow more of a plant-based diet, you're going to aim to eat a variety of different protein sources to help ensure that you're getting all the various essential amino acids, okay? Lean proteins. It's up to you whether you want to get your protein from meat poultry, seafood, eggs, dairy, nuts, seeds, beans, legumes, you know, what, wherever you're finding it from. But one factor to keep in mind is the amount of saturated fat found in the protein foods that you're eating. 
So some cuts of red meat or other animal proteins can also be high in saturated fat. Lean proteins are your best bet for overall health. However, those saturated fats, you guys, are going to help boost your fat levels, right? So one thing I want you to think about with fat is fat is good for our bodies. It's great for our brain function, and fats help burn body fat, right? So we want to make sure that we're getting in our fats as well. So sometimes those red meats, it's good to incorporate because it helps boost our fat levels. Protein, you guys, may be helpful when it comes to an appetite regulation because the consumption is associated with feeling more full longer. It's that satiation. So let's talk about protein deficiencies, right? So this kind of goes back to maybe if you're struggling with getting in enough protein, like I was talking about a lot of women and men that I work with, protein usually is something that they're kind of struggling to get enough in. So true protein deficiency is actually rare. Um, but if you're consistently coming up short on protein over a long period of time, you may want to kind of just reflect. Some possible symptoms of protein deficiency might come up in some of the following ways. Hair loss, dry or dull hair, soft or brittle nails, brown and patchy pigments of the skin, low energy, and muscle weakness. Okay, those are just a few things that you might recognize as a lower protein deficiency. However, those very symptoms can also be caused by various other things. So what I would like you to do at the end of the day is, again, just to go back and start tracking what you're eating, right? Start from the very basics. If you're just starting listening to this podcast and you're like, man, I have those symptoms, but I also don't even know how much protein I'm eating. I don't track my food, right? You might have, there might be other things that are causing those issues. So don't just think, oh my gosh, it's a protein deficiency. Just really get started tracking what you're eating, tracking your protein, tracking all of your food. You know, I talk about my fitness pal all the time because I love my fitness pal. It's really easy to scan food in. You can weigh and measure things out and really reflect and see how much protein you're really eating. Are you eating 0.8 to 1.5 grams per pound of body weight, right? That really depends on your size, right? If you're a smaller frame person that exercises a ton, you're probably going to look closer to that higher end. Um, an average size person that exercises you know, moderately is going to look at that midsize and somebody that has, you know, more weight to lose that, you know, is exercising, but, you know, moderately, you're going to look at more of that 0.8 to probably one, one gram per pound of body weight, just because those numbers are going to be elevated. We want to make sure that this is easier for you to consume. And it's a transition, right? We can always increase protein, but it's just making sure you're getting enough consistently over time. So I hope you guys that this episode really kind of gives you a broader perspective about protein. 
the consumption, how it's used, the importance of it, but really understand that protein is really what fuels our muscle. It keeps us satiated longer. It keep, keeps us satisfied. And it's really important for our bodies, especially to sustain and maintain the muscle we already have, as well as if we are exercising regularly, lifting weights and breaking those muscles down, we need to repair those through eating enough protein. So if you guys have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me. My email is fitbodybyjess at gmail.com. If you're interested in more information on coaching or learning more about macronutrients, Macros 101 is a great place to get started. Or if you're more of an individual that wants one-on-one -on -one help, I have different one-on-one -on -one coaching programs. I would love to chat more. Head on over to mybodybyjess.com. Fill out the form that pops up. I will reach out to you and we can chat more. But until then, you guys, have a fantastic day and I will see you back on Tuesday. Take care. Hey there, real quick before you guys head out, if you've enjoyed this episode, be sure you head on over to Apple iTunes and click subscribe to be notified of upcoming episodes released. If this podcast has been of value to you in some way, please take your time and leave a written review as well. I seriously would be so grateful. You guys, I'm so excited every single time I hear from you guys and see that this show has truly impacted you in some way. The next thing that you can do that is tons of fun is take a screenshot of this episode and or of the review you leave and share it over on your Instagram stories and tag me at Body by Jess, B-O-D-Y-B-Y-J-E-S-S. Again, you guys, thank you so much for being here. I'm so incredibly grateful for you and the opportunity to truly add as much value as I possibly can to you and your family's lives. Until next time, you guys.